Welcome to the Pleasant Green Missionary Baptist Church Sunday School Lesson for Sunday, December 24th. We are still in Unit 1 uh, from the Faith Pathway Adult Quarterly, which is entitled Profiles in Faith. Profiles in Faith. We are at Lesson Number 4, which is entitled Sharing Hope and Courage. Our devotional reading is taken from Philippians chapter 4 verses 10 to 19. Our background scripture was taken from Luke chapter 1 verses 1 to 25 and then verses 39 to 45 and then verses 56 to 60 and our printed or lesson passage is taken from Luke chapter 1 verses 36 to 45 and then verse 56. Our key verse from the King James Version is uh, verse 41 and 42. Luke chapter 1, verse 41 and 42, which read, It came to pass that when Elizabeth heard the salutation of Mary, the babe leaped in her womb, and Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Ghost. And she spake out with a loud voice and said, Blessed art thou among women. And blessed is the fruit of thy womb. Our aims, lesson aims, are number one, make connections between the lives of two, of two women, Elizabeth and Mary, who faced extraordinary circumstances in God's grand salvation scheme. Number two, emphasize with Mary's desire to visit with Elizabeth. And then number three, participate in Christian community to bolster your faith. Now, after the introduction and biblical context, our lesson outline has two divisions. The first is entitled Divine Assurance, and that's covered between Luke chapter 1, verses 36 through 40. And the second is entitled Divine Encouragement, and that's covered between Luke 41 to 45 and then verse 56. From the standard commentary, two expectant mothers, number two, explain the significance of Elizabeth's greeting, and then number three, suggest one way that he or she, that's you or I, can move closer to having a faith as one or both expectant mothers had. And we see a demonstration of great faith in both expectant mothers, Elizabeth and Mary. And we see uh, an example of the joy I think we all should have uh, with the knowledge that God himself in the fullness of time made <clears throat> made of a woman came forth to deliver us from our sins and we uh, rejoice uh, we are at uh, near the eve of actually we are at Christmas Eve of the most joyous time uh, one of the most joyous times of the year and I hope that we are not losing sight of the reason we for our joy and the reason we are celebrating as often I think um, we tend to do we get 
caught up in the trappings of Christmas and the celebration of, of just you know, the camaraderie and, and fellowship. And sometimes I believe lose sight of what we are rejoicing for or about. And that is the savior of the world entering time and space to redeem us of our sins. So before we get into uh, a little bit of background in our lesson text, let's go before the throne. Our, our Father and our God, we thank you for another opportunity to study your word. And Lord, we know this is a familiar passage, Lord. Uh, we know and we have read it many, many times. And we understand the events uh, immediately preceding, Lord Jesus, you're entering into this world to seek those who were lost, Lord. But Lord, we pray that you'd give us a new, uh, a, a greater understanding of what you intended for us to take away from this text, the joy that you intended for us to have, Lord, at the news uh, that you were entering time and space. And as we look back, Lord, the joy that we can have that you came, uh, sent by your Father and accomplished his will, Lord, in the work of salvation for the world. We thank you, Lord, and we pray again for uh, understanding of this word. We pray for each and every uh, family and every household uh, that uh, our, that is in earshot of my voice. And we just thank you and praise you for Jesus. In his name we pray. Amen. So, as is our custom, uh, we are going to look at each division of the quarterly uh, we'll read each passage and then we'll back up and we'll have some verse by verse discussion um, and hopefully um, you can get paper and pen and take uh, take some notes as we go through so we're going to begin with uh, the division entitled divine encouragement but let me before I get into that division text uh, just a word about uh, the gospel according to Luke as we know uh, most of us I'm sure Luke was uh, we, we believe the only Gentile writer uh, uh, in the Bible and certainly the only Gentile writer of one of the gospels the third gospel uh, he uh, not only wrote uh, this account of the earthly ministry um, prior to that actually the birth the announcements and the birth uh, and the earthly ministry of the Lord Jesus Christ but also wrote the Acts as well uh, more commonly known as the Acts of the Apostle some think should be titled the Acts of the Holy Spirit and he had um, uh, journeyed with Paul he was a great uh, companion of Paul and it's believed that this was uh, gospel was written around 60 AD uh, when uh, Paul was in prison uh, likely in prison at Caesarea Maritime and Luke had access to the other uh, apostles that uh, uh, witnessed uh, Jesus's life and ministry as well as others perhaps Mary uh, his mother and so he is giving an account to some official Theophilus of the things that he had heard some some things about 
having, as he says in the opening uh, verses of the chapter, a good knowledge of the events, uh, having talked to, again, the apostles and Mary and other disciples about the events of Jesus' life. And uh, we are going to skip around, of course, in chapter 1, but we know that the genealogy in between chapters 1 and 2, uh, Luke gives the genealogy from Adam, 56 generations, I believe, down to Jesus, uh, evidencing his humanity, okay, and also that he was uh, a descendant of David through uh, Mary's uh, ancestry, and it's believed that Mary's mother, I'm sorry, not mother, but father, was a descendant of of David. Now, uh, Luke includes uh, <clears throat> several things in his gospel that the other uh, synoptic gospel writers don't, evidencing he's uh, had some perhaps personal conversations with Mary. This interaction between uh, Mary and Elizabeth, for example, uh, might have come from Mary and most likely did. So we're going to get into, again, the first division, which is entitled Divine Encouragement. Beginning at verse 41, I'm going to read the NI, I'm sorry, the King James Version may refer to the NIV for greater clarity where necessary and where I think it's necessary. And it came to pass that when Elizabeth heard the salutation of Mary, the babe leaped in her womb, and Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Ghost. And she spake out with a loud voice and said, Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb. And whence is this to me that the mother of my Lord should come to me? For lo, as I was, uh, as soon as uh, I for lo, as soon as the voice of thy salutation sounded in my ears, the babe leaped in my womb for joy. And blessed is she that believed, for there shall be a performance of those things which were told her from the Lord. And then verse 56. And she, I'm sorry, I have read the second division. <laughs> I'm very sorry. I'm going to back up to the first division, which is entitled Divine Assurance, Divine Assurance, and that's covered between Luke chapter 1, verses 36 to 40. My, my apologies. So beginning at verse 36, And behold, thy cousin Elizabeth, she hath also conceived a son in her old age, and this is the sixth month with her, who was called barren. For with God nothing shall be impossible. And Mary said, Behold the handmaid of the Lord, be it unto me according to thy word. And the angel departed from her. And Mary arose in those days and went into the hill country with haste into the city of Judah, verse 40, and entered into the house of Zacharias and saluted Elizabeth. Again, my apology for getting ahead of myself. Now just to, to back up a little bit um, before our lesson text, we're familiar again with the um, account of the angel Gabriel being sent to Zacharias, first of all, uh, as he was serving in the temple. 
burning incense and announcing that he and his wife Elizabeth were going to have a child. We know the doubt, uh, skepticism that uh, Zacharias uh, exhibited uh, to which Gabriel responded. Look, I stand in the presence of God and said, you're going to be, I'm going to give you a sign. You're going to be deaf until, and dumb rather, dumb until the child is born, until what I have told you is accomplished. So then he appears uh, in Nazareth to a virgin, Mary, and he announces, and hold on one second, we may want to just look at a couple of verses. And please indulge me here, but I, I like to back up to verse 26 and just quickly read the verses in between. Uh, now, in the sixth month, uh, this is the sixth month of Elizabeth's pregnancy, the angel Gabriel was sent by God to a city of Galilee named Nazareth to a virgin betrothed to a man whose name was Joseph of the house of David. The virgin's name was Mary. And having come in, the angel said to her, Rejoice, highly favored one, the Lord is with you. Blessed are you among women. Which is something we, we later hear Elizabeth repeat. Verse 29, But when she saw him, she was troubled at his saying, and considered what manner of greeting this was. Then the angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God. And behold, you will conceive in your womb and bring forth a son, and he sh shall call and rather and shall call his name Jesus. He will be great and will be called the Son of the Highest, and the Lord God will give him the throne of his father David, and he will reign over the house of Jacob forever, and his kingdom shall be and there shall be no end of his kingdom there shall be no end verse 40 uh, 34 then mary said to the angel how can this be since i do not know a man and 35 and the angel answered and said to her the holy spirit will come upon you and the power of the highest will overshadow you therefore also that holy one who is born will be called the son of god and then we pick up with our lesson, the first verse of our lesson text, which is verse 36. Now, indeed, Elizabeth, your relative, and actually I'm reading from the New King James right now, has also conceived a son in her old age. And this is now the sixth month for her, who was called barren. For with God, nothing shall be impossible. Now, let's look at that verse 36. Gabriel has given uh, Mary this great news. And Mary, instead of responding with skepticism, she responds with curiosity or uh, confusion as to how what the angel has proclaimed to her is going to be accomplished since she is a virgin. And the angel explains, the Holy Spirit is going to produce in your womb this child, and he will be called the Son of God. Now, now at that point, Mary was accepting, and we're going to see her mouth this uh, shortly here, 
uh, she was accepting of God's will. The angel, however, went further to tell her that her, uh, the old king, the, the King James says her cousin, uh, actually the word translated cousin means a relative or near relative. Uh, so New King James says your relative, uh, Elizabeth, who she knew no doubt, is pregnant in her sixth month. She's pregnant with a son, and she's in her sixth month. And so why did why was it necessary uh, for the angel to make mention of that? Well, it wasn't necessary, but the the angel wanted to. I do a couple of things. I believe he wanted number one to remind her that nothing is impossible with God. He basically repeated the same thing that God uh, told uh, Abraham when Sarah laughed at the prospect of her having a son and he called, uh, he called, he said his name will be called Isaac because she laughed and he said nothing is impossible to God when he, when he uh, met with uh, Abraham on the plain of Mamre. Now, so he also wanted her to know that hey there's someone else uh, a, a human uh, that you can uh, speak to uh, that you can uh, confide in that you can uh, uh, dis discuss this with and, and, and confirm God's miracle number one and then uh, I think also the, the angel recognized that she would need some uh, uh, encouragement, if you will. She would need uh, some um, some assistance in accepting this great um, task that she was going to have to undergo. Obviously, she knew that she was betrothed to uh, Joseph. Uh, there was going to be some shame involved if she is uh, certainly turns up pregnant. Uh, and of course, she would be subject to uh, the, the stoning, actually, not just divorce, but stoning. 